Unfiltered. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. Well, hello. Hi. We are here today. No video, just audio. Ooh. As we slam right towards uh, me being gone for a while me. on the honeymoon. Yeah. After the wedding. How are we um, going to do that? I don't know. We haven't planned for that. No. no we'll like, be we fine. We haven't planned one thing for that. I'm yeah. like, what? No. Y'all will be good. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all be good. Okay. You stressed? Yeah. For me to be gone? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It'll be fine. Scott. I'm excited now. I'm ready to go. Scott's ready. Fill me in, Captain. I feel like Scott is me whenever Kramer was out, when Holly and I worked with him, and he'd be like, well, I'm going on vacation. I'd be like, bye. (laughs) (laughs) My time, bitch. Let me step in the chair. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. So, Scott, do you want me to, like, help you with anything, or are you just going to, like, do it? Oh, no, I definitely will take some help. That's something I'm trying to learn more of is asking for help, receiving help, not acting like I know everything. Right. Mm. And so, yes, absolutely. I'm always down for help and advice and guidance. Yeah. Because, obviously, I know I don't know everything, right. and I'm very new. So the more, the merrier. And even still, as you get older, um, that's what I find what's – fun about getting older and being in an industry for a while is you don't feel the need to act like you know everything because I don't have to prove anything to anyone at this point in my career. So if I Mm. don't know something, I'm like, bitch, I don't know. Yeah. But when you're young (laughs) and you feel like, well, they're going to think I'm not ready or I'm not able. I'm not qualified. Yeah. And so you're like, well, yeah, I can figure it out. And you figure it out. Now I'm like, bitch, I don't don't know. And I'm like, help me and help me know things. Help, help. (sighs) Um, Scott, I'm curious. I thought about you and your girlfriend a couple of times this past weekend, this three-day weekend, because I know that you and her canceled your trip. Yes. That y'all had planned to sort of be in a little bubble before the (laughs) wedding this weekend. Yeah. Was there any, like, uh, what's the word? Frustration? No, not frustration. Just... Were you like, I don't know, any parts of this weekend where you're like, ah, fucking Miguel and Abe, like, we got to sit out and be in the house a little bit? Because it. I I think the word you're looking for here is resentfulness. Oh. That's it. Resentfulness. Yes. Did you feel any of that this weekend? And you can be completely honest because, listen, in the pandemic, we're all feeling resentment from some way or another. Mm -hmm. So I get it. For me, no. I don't think actually anybody really had a feeling of resentment. It was actually very understood. And. Your wedding has been top of mind for, you know, obviously the entire past year. So we always knew it was coming up. We just didn't realize that this variant for, you know, the virus would be this strong and this prevalent. And it was almost a guarantee in my head that if we were to travel, we're going to catch it. And I would hate, hate to risk after hearing about this wedding, talking about this wedding for over a year, having to risk miss it. Absolutely not. And so the idea of a trip would have been nice, and that's something, one of my goals is just to utilize three-day weekends more to just leave and go visit friends because I was going to go to Colorado. That was the goal is to see a friend that I haven't been able to see in a couple years. But you know what? I'll just look at the calendar, find the weekend I could do that again, and make it happen. It's just kind of on me. As for the resentment, no. No, it was, just, it was actually the smarter decision. I'm actually proud of myself and the rest of the people that were going to come with me for just being so understanding and being like, that's a smarter decision. Right. Like, why would you go? Why would you risk it? And then, God forbid, let's just say you do get it, and next thing you know, you're having to sit out of the wedding. Oh. So, no. No resentment there. I think that's one of the most frustrating things about the pandemic. Well, let me temper that. 
because obviously people losing their lives, uh, jobs. I mean, in our entire world has been turned it's upside changed. down. I almost feel like it goes without saying that. Right. But you sort of feel like you do have to say that because in today's society, someone will come for you because yeah. – Everybody likes to be on their high horse now. Right. Right. Which is understandable. Like and it I, is. I'm just thinking like if you just lost a loved one from COVID and then we're like, well, Oh my God, I missed the wedding and like I don't want to make that seem small and or typically it. it wouldn't be that person. It would right. be someone else who wants to stand up for that person for that that's person. like, right. How dare you not consider my friend? And right. you're like, I what but it's not and be like, I, I wasn't, wasn't of, we're not talking not, about that particular thing right of, now. Like, right. Of course, that's like that's obviously the, the most level. Right. There is a moment for that. But when you're dealing with just events and life things and how our lives have changed, I think one of the most frustrating parts about it is that like there's no one to be mad at. No. Mm. Because like we've been dealing with that with the wedding where, you know, like we our original uh capacity number was one fifty. But we'd sent out, I think, like 160 or 165 invitations thinking, you know, there'd be people that didn't do it. But when we started planning this and even when we, just, when we sent the save the dates out this summer, it looked like we were going to be in the free and clear by this yeah. time. And so we're like, oh, yeah. And like our wedding planner was like, I mean, he was getting like he's booked up right now for week after week because everyone's sort of rescheduling or people like us who pushed it way out. Yeah. We thought we were going to be free and clear, and then now we get here, and we've had so many people that have had to cancel because they're afraid, because they're older or they're uh, immunocompromised, and they're like, I'm just I'm afraid to travel right now. I love you all. But it's like you can't get mad at them for being scared, but it's like who do you get mad at? Because you just want to be like, you want someone to blame, yeah. but there's like, no one to blame. I know. I just, I feel a little bit angry at just the government in general. Mm. And I mean, like, the entire government. The entire like, picture, from, yes. From both. Right. Like, right. the previous administration leading into even this administration. Right. Because I feel like we, as Americans, like, like we came up, like, you know, post 9-11 where it was like, America is it. Like, mm -hmm. we know what the fuck we're doing. Like, right. remember America? Fuck yeah. Yes. Nah, 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 nah. There was a song. Yeah. <laughs> and now I feel like we're kind of like, America, do you know what we're doing? <laughs> do you, did he? That needs to be like an we're SNL song. Playing, <laughs> we're playing a game of telephone in America, oh. and nobody really got the right information. Right. And that's what, like, I just have this sense of, like, irritation and it's like not how are you going to shake your fist at the government right. if, uh, and the not turn system. into one of those yeah. like you know those people right but at the same time it's like like i just wish there could have been a that it could have been better right. from both yeah and so maybe that's that's a little bit of the vent where i let some of my steam out mm. because otherwise i'm just like this is like, right. I don't, you can't just scream into the abyss. <laughs> I mean, that's what it feels like. It's like each time we get someone that's like, oh, I, I'm sorry, I have to cancel. And it's like, and especially now at this point, because then we're just like losing money. And so it's just like, I get it. I get it. I Those totally things, understand. I mean, but fuck my life. I mean, it's fine. That's fine. That's why I'm like, I mean, but 
See, and this is the thing is that like there's no way to have known this is going to happen in the grace period where we could have postponed it or something because this variant. I mean, remember going into Christmas break, like there was whispers of Omicron. And then all of a sudden during Christmas, it was like, we're all going to die. Yeah. You can get it from just breathing. And it's know. like, wait, why didn't y'all <laughs> say this in like fucking November when we could have been like, oh, let's push it back. Well, so it's just like. And you know what sucks, too, is that like there were early reports that Omicron was not going to be like the damaging level that Delta was. But also everybody was like, but we don't know, though. You probably going to die. <laughs> just so. I mean, you might. What you say, you might. I mean, it's actually better, but we. Well, good news doesn't. But you might die, though. Like, I just. Uh, frustrating. This entire process of this pandemic, like. Yeah. It's. I feel like there's just so many emotions going into it that we're all going to have to collectively. Because, well, there won't be a moment where we're like, all right. It's done. You know, j- yeah. January no. or July 31st. No. It's God, done. No. It's going to just whimper out and then we'll just move on to some other controversy or something else to stress Absolutely. out about. Um, but I wish that there would be a day would be like the the fuck you COVID day no. where everyone at 6 p.m. in whatever time zone you're in would just go out of their house and just scream at the sky. Yeah. And it's like, ah. And yeah. then just release the energy for the universe altogether. I know. I wish there was. But like the thing, and and God bless the people. I, I think there are still some... I'm not sure if they're optimistic or just silly, like at this point, who believe that like we're gonna quote unquote beat this thing. Like you've had you've seen people online that are like, you know, if we just there's no there's no beating. There's no beating. No. Just learning to live with it. Right. And, and so that's why I'm like, we aren't even on the same page with that. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are <laughs> okay. well, all the emotions of uh, what's going on. I just so anyway, the reason why this is in my mind is because um, I had to send off the list for the photo groupings for families. Oh yeah, and so I was putting mine together, and so since I don't know all of Abe's like cousins and stuff, mm-hmm. I text him right or during the show, and I was like, "Hey, what do you want your family groupings to be?" And he was like, "I don't care." What? He was like, so many have canceled. Like, Aww. it just, like, outside of my mom and my brother, like, I don't give a fuck. And I was like, I'm sorry. Mm. But it's like, he, I understand, because, like, it's just, there's no one to be mad at. But then it's just, fuck. You just wish it was different. You wish yeah. that. I mean, again, you guys have been playing this for over a year. You thought at this point we'd be... Okay, we're right. all right. We're all right. You can make it by. But again, it's for people to cancel. They have their own reasons. And I, I know mm-hmm. people that are my age that are like in the hospital, mm. hardcore critical condition. Right. And that's the most wild thing. And so that was also one of the thoughts that went into like, do I travel? Do I potentially bring it back? And like, what if? I don't even know I have it. I go to your wedding. And next thing you know, like someone that just is like, you know what? I'm going to be very safe, but I'm going to go. And they get sick, and they're in critical condition. It's just, it just sucks. It really does. And mm-hmm. again, you still got to live life, but at the same time, you got to. The biggest thing is, kind of got to think of others. Mm-hmm. I know because then, oh, I totally forgot about. Oh, I for well, I wouldn't bring this up on the show because I just, this just would have just too much drama. Uh, <laughs> oh. A friend of mine told me this weekend that. How do I say this? Oh no. Um. Someone that isn't coming to the wedding, but is sort of like knows a few of us in our friend group, but they're not in the group. Um, they expressed 
concern that the wedding would be like a super spreader and sort of not like they didn't in an accusatory. They were just kind of like, I wonder if Miguel and Abe have thought about postponing or canceling it because it it could be a super spreader event. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, girl, I'm really trying. You know what? <laughs> OK. OK. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to sit outside just the whole time. We're still on the beach. I don't know. Everybody just sit under some umbrellas and we'll just play with the sand. Like, you can't see your hair. This but my leg is like jiggling on the chair. What are your thoughts, Alan? It's fine. It's fine. You're not. No, it's just fine. It's fine. No, say it. No, I don't even know. I don't even know what I can say because everything you say is like someone's going to disagree with what you say. So I just, you know what? Just fuck (laughs) y'all. Okay. It's just an emotional time. Wait, so somebody said the wedding would be a super spreader. Right. They were concerned that it would be that. They were concerned. But what about, yeah. like, my thing with that is just, like, what about everything else? Like, literally Every everything. Every fucking thing! We had the fucking Super Bowl here, you dumb fuck! Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had the vein in my head just popped out. I think even though we're not on the air, I think it's somehow transposed to the wires. I know, I'm a little wires. worried. I'm a little worried. <laughs> Somebody in their car is like, ooh! ooh sorry. Like somehow this recording went over <laughs> onto the actual air. Yeah. The Grandma, transmitter is like, shaking right Grandma now. Grandma Johnson was like, what was that? <laughs> oh, just listening to my favorite song. The 101.5 frequency is like, oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, she mad. Okay, We've fine. been around since 1935, <laughs> and I ain't felt that anger. Oh, I'm fine. It's fine. No, it's just, it's very frustrating. It's very, yeah. Because there's nothing, I mean, even. I know, I know, even, I know. Even yesterday when we did our photo dumps, and I don't even know if you went through the comments. Oh, I never do. Um, Unless it's mine. Good for you. <laughs> I did, because I was, uh, oh, I, I was waiting for something yesterday when I, on my oh, I do. I long list of things to do. To piss myself off. Well, <laughs> I wish I hadn't. I don't. I, like I don't hand and fire. Well, I yes. just like to make sure make some sure. things, like, th- I just like to make sure I don't need to, de- 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 I don't need to delete anything. Mm. Valid. Right. That's right. why. Uh-huh. That's why I do it. Well, in Scott, your photo dump from the weekend, your first picture was of you getting your booster shot. Oh, yeah. God, tell me what somebody And did. then the, some people were like, you're healthy. You don't need to get a booster shot. But now well, I'm so much how many shots do you need? People, and I was just like. But they I know I was you don't have that. to comment. I'm just, I just got tired. Like, I wasn't even mad. Yeah. I just got tired. I'm like. That's just what he did. I know. I know. Well, that's what's so interesting. It's, it's like, that's my body. It's like, yeah. I'm not putting the shot in you. It's just me. Right. Like, if you choose great. not to, that's fine. If you choose to, get it. Whatever. Do it. Don't do it. Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. No, I did have a feeling somebody's going to do that. That's why like, I posted it on my story, and I was like, just waiting. Because I wanted to have a response like that, where it's like, mm-hmm. wait, this has nothing to do with you. Right. Like, nothing. And again, like you don't have to get it. I'm not telling you, <laughs> hey, I got the shot. You must get the bleeping shot. No, I did. And I feel great. Damn, right. I feel like I got some extra blood cells like pulsing through my veins, ready to fight a are gorilla. Are you saying that you are a mutant now? Maybe. Those are, are microchips running through your veins <laughs> And that's fine. Right I hear Bill Gates in my ear right now. <laughs> You're going to pop out, start punching people. You're going to be like the Hulk. Hey, whatever I got to do. You're a superhero now. I it love It is just that. funny, though, that people have to put that input because it's like this, my body. Like, everybody just triggers everybody. Yeah. It's just... It's so difficult. I wonder, is there going to be a boiling point or what's going to happen? That's the because, better question. Not like, when's this pandemic going to end? Right. Like, what's the boiling point of <laughs> our society? Exactly. Because it feels like we're headed towards that. I mean, and even when you talk to, you know, older people that have, like, 
the 60s, it felt like America had reached a boiling point. Yeah. But then they got through it. And then the 80s felt like a boiling point. Um, and so then but we went through the peaceful media. time through 90s, yeah. and it was great. Yeah, it was, yeah. We were prosperous. And then 9-11 happened, but then we all came together for it. Right. And then over time, once Obama was elected, things just started splintering from there. And so it just feels like we've been building towards something. Yeah, I don't know. And Scott makes a really valid point. Like all those times there were not so, there wasn't social media. Right. Like so you had just constant. the media. Right. So everybody you like you had your own little pockets where maybe you agreed with your own little group like on social media, but mm. you didn't see everybody's. Right. Um and you didn't feel so self-important that you Jane Doe had to make a really strong opinion on Bob Jones's post or whatever. So I'm not sure that I think that has a big. I really do think do that has it. everything because again yeah. we've talked about how the algorithm literally just feeds you the things that you want to look at, and that's a lot of that negative stuff. So when you're going on social media, you're just sitting there getting more angry. Yes, and, and they more do it angry. on purpose. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the next thing you know, you go outside and you see someone that doesn't exactly agree with you, but you don't really know who they are. But you pop off, or you get cut off, and you're like, all that anger that you had from looking at Facebook, that's now on the road, and you're like, mm. fuck you. Man, it's like that has nothing to do with that person. No, and I. I I'm just curious. Again, I'll always say, I don't know what it's going to look like in five, ten years with how connected we are, how much social media we look at, how addicted we are to our phones. I like social media, but I do think it is it is just going to run us rampant, and yeah. we are going down a bad path with it because, again, it is just an endless cesspool of just anger and hate and people yeah. just feeding you angry stuff that's just boiling, boiling. The happiest no. people I know right now are the ones that are off it, off the grid, yeah. off the social media. I'm like, good for you. Well, because you don't get sucked in. There's yeah. no, there's really nothing sucking you in. And like, if you do a, a good job of policing yourself, like that's one thing. Um, but most people don't No, because you, in order to police yourself, you really have to know the inner workings of how these companies and these apps do suck you in. And that's not common knowledge. Yeah. No. So I, I don't know. I, I agree with you 100%. I just. I wish there was an answer. I it don't does know make it you is. like generalize people though too. I was thinking about that, like you know, with people with certain views, like you think everybody in this one side has this one view because you saw, you know, a hundred fo- like Facebook posts. Yeah, yeah. On people that nobody is that one person. So you're like, I just think you automatically think like this, even though you might not. I know. That's, it's that's very black and white us. thinking right now. Yes. Bla- like black and white thinking because it's like you had to choose a team, and if you're not in line with like everything that the team stands for, then you can just go yeah. fuck yourself. And yeah. you're like, wait, wait, wait. When did we become so black and white? And I mean, I think it's always been there. But again, with social media, um, unplugging from that ideology is nearly impossible. I think one of the things that I've really loved about watching the show Euphoria on HBO with Zendaya, where it basically deals with the drama of, you know, Gen Z and then being in high school and all the complex layers that come with it. One of my favorite things about the show, and I think I'm on episode six, Mm. is they establish these characters, and there's some of them that you're like, oh, my God, that's the slut, that's the bitch, that's the crazy jock. But each episode, they take the first five minutes of the show to sort of give you a backstory on what led to that character being that way as a teen. Oh, that's so great. And I love it because Mm -hmm. then it makes you empathize a little bit more for what you thought was the villain. And I was like, I wish that there was a way for us to do that in America where it's like, hey, before you start typing on Scott's post, 
you know, how dare you get a booster and try to give disinformation? You've got to watch the first five minutes of what his life was like that led him to that. Yeah. So maybe you could see him as a human and empathize and be like, you know what? I don't agree that you got that shot, Scott, but I'm glad that you felt like you were protecting yourself. And I don't right. feel like I need to comment on your post and question right. your identity. And the same right. goes the opposite way, too. Like, for Absolutely. the people that it, and it's, it would go for both. And I'm thinking, like, what sucks is that we don't live in, like, a movie. A TV so show. We don't yeah. get, like, the five-minute, um, you know, uh, montage. Right. I love a montage. We don't get the montage, but if all of us could just say to ourselves, montage when we meet someone or see someone online or whatever it is, I think that would take a step at least in the right direction. Absolutely. Just know that what you're seeing is the plant, right? right. You don't see the roots. You don't see it all. You have no idea what led to this person being the way they are. Absolutely. And so, ah, oh man, you're right. I wish there was a five-minute, but there's right. not. There is. I mean, because there's this one character that I – felt a lot of complex emotions about. Um, he would be considered, like, the jock, but he's kind of, like, psycho. Now, granted, I'm only episode six in, so I'm not sure how his story is going to unfold. Yeah. But he's the guy that, like, is this, you know, six-foot, cis-white male j- star of the football team. His dad is actually McSteamy um, oh, from Grey's Anatomy in it. about old McSteamy. Right, so spoiler alert if you're going to watch Euphoria. But they, but they tell you pretty quickly, though. Um, but, like... He, like, almost, the young guy, his name is Nate on the show, attacks, like, this trans character at this party before the school year starts. And then once they finally, episode three, I think, they get to his sort of backstory. Mm. And they show how his dad, McSteamy, has this, like, secret sort of, like, gay past where he, like, finds trans women or gay men, feminine gay men, meets them in a hotel, has violent sex with them, records it, and then he, like, has locked all these CDs away. Well, when this character, Nate, was 12, he got into his dad's office, found the CDs, and started watching them when he was 12. Yeah. And so we're still sort of unfolding how that has affected him and his relationship, but, like, one of the things we just experienced is he was violent with his girlfriend. Yeah. Why? Because he saw his dad do that. Yes, that is an impressionable age. Anything that happens in those, like, 12 to 16, 17-year-old years... Yeah, and your dad... ...shapes you. Oh, yeah. you think is, like, the king... Which, this this character, McSteamy, in this euphoria, he's this big... He Like, he owns half the town. Right. So everyone looks up to him as, like, this great philanthropist businessman. How confusing. And then you see your dad do that, and you're like, whoa, what's going on? Right, instead of just being like, well you know, two-dimensionally, that's a villain. Right, right. And you're like, wow, I obviously his actions are fucking horrible. Right, and no one, no one's saying, like, anything excuses an action like no, that. No, not at all. But it helps everyone to understand where those types of things come from. Absolutely. And then it makes you look at the father to be like, well, what led you to want to uh-huh. be able to you? have violent sex like that and not live in your truth if you are attracted to this type of person? Like, what? So it's just sort of like it just pull. That's why I love the show because literally there are some scenes where I pause it and I'm like, well, shit, I don't even know how I feel about this character right now because obviously they're working through trauma and they're dealing with it in their own way. I mean, it's a super fascinating show. And that's why I see why Euphoria has won Mm. so many awards and Zendaya is fantastic in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But. It's just really fascinating. It's made me think about where we are in our our culture. Yes. Um, and how we deal with people and how we just sort of blanket say, Well, you're the you're the this or you're the that. Right. 
Not you are this human being who is a collection of all these experiences. Mm, yes. Wow, that's really powerful. Good call. So watch Euphoria. <laughs> What's like it on? That. HBO? HBO. Mm. Yeah. yeah. HBO. Mm, I'm the one that's to pay so for. good. Um, anybody got anything else? Um well <laughs> we're gonna be is this what's the Today's is this the last podcast before mm, your wedding? No, I think we'll do one tomorrow. Because okay. I'm not here Friday. Yeah. Thanks. So. Thanks a lot. Me and Scott are just hanging out. Sorry. That's all right. No matter what. I'm excited for you. Friday. Y'all told me to take Friday off. Oh, no. Oh, no I, I do you, want yeah, to. You, you need to. Should. You, you should. did. I mean, we just didn't plan for it. We just didn't plan <laughs> it. <laughs> and at, next week, we're not planning for that either. That's fine. No, that's fine. I do like when it's just Scott and I because it's just kind of like, we got this. We got our own little thing we do, but I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe what you all should do is like a combination of like new Hollywood, yes. what's trending, and then, and then maybe do some like best ofs and That's stuff. That's what I was thinking. Some good stuff. So we don't have some... to come up with like a full week of like brand new content. Right. With one of us missing. Do a combination of both. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I was going to plan on doing like, you know, obviously hot and trendings. I'll do mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I don't know about planning out a show. Well, content's <laughs> weird because again, if there's somebody else missing, you're like, well, okay, it's kind of better when everybody's talking about it together. The right. whole scene. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, throws us some of the dynamics. Dynamics. Plus, I know we have a few people that slid up in the DMs during the three-day weekend who need some help with some stuff. Oh, that's good. So you all can give some advice and take some phone calls on that. someone needs advice, we're willing to give. Yeah, so if you have some advice that you want uh, Holly and Scott to work on and help you through next week. We're like detectives. uh, You can slide up in our DMs at Miguel and Holly on Insta. And if there is like a a blown off, a Hall of Fame blown off that you want to hear, you can always slide up in the DMs. DMs at Miguel and Holly on Insta. Boom. Yeah. Done. Boom. There you go. There's a whole week okay. of shows. Y'all got the whole week planned. We're planned. <laughs> right. We're all set. That's how the cookie crumbles. I know somebody had asked, would Scott and I be doing the podcast when you are on your honeymoon? And I don't think so. Probably not. I mean, honestly, again, it's the dynamic. And I honestly, when we don't do the podcast, it just helps me do the rest of my stuff a little <laughs> faster. That's <laughs> like, can we just shut up and I can just do my work, please? He's like, remember, I'm doing a show no, while we're recording the podcast. God, I know. I'm sorry about that. No, no so okay. we'll take that week off as well. Yeah, but we will do one more podcast before the wedding. So. Okay. See, there you go. Um, Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly O'Connor. Radio Holly, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Miguel Fuller. You can find me on all the social media platforms. Also, thank you for being a part of the Platypus Posse. If you would please leave us a review and a rating uh, wherever you listen to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Until next time.